The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. Having only recently emerged from an extended season of strict lockdowns and quarantines, many of us are now rediscovering the freedom and joy of meeting with friends and family members. Having been separated for so long and having yearned so much to be in each other's presence again, many of us view some of these reunions as a matter of first importance. We cancel absolutely everything in order to be able to spend even one day with our dearest ones. The reason is, we consider that our time spent with them is sacred. As we continue in our consideration of the Lord's Day as the Christian Sabbath, we want to also reflect on how sacred this day ought to be for us as Christians. Question 60 of the Catechism asks, How is the Sabbath to be sanctified? Answer, the Sabbath is to be sanctified by a holy resting all that day, even from such worldly employment and recreations as are lawful on other days, and spending the whole time in the public and private exercises of God's worship, except so much as is to be taken up in the works of necessity and mercy. We may be tempted at first blush to object to the idea of abstaining even from such worldly employments and recreations as are lawful on other days. Surely we may think that this is a bit excessive. We might even consider the idea to be legalistic. Isn't the main point of the fourth commandment that we prioritize our worship of God on Sundays? If we make sure that we go to church and participate in the public worship of God, shouldn't we be allowed to order the rest of the day as we deem best? I would like to suggest that if we find ourselves agreeing to these objections, that this may be because our view of the value and significance of the Lord's Day needs some recalibration. The Lord's Day, being the joyous reunion of God and His redeemed people, a reality that has no other parallels in our human experience, is absolutely sacred and unique. The reason we must seize or rest from everything else for the sake of spending the whole time in the public and private exercises of God's worship is because it is simply impossible for us to have a better appointment. We could certainly do no better on the Lord's Day than to worship God and to be in communion with Him through His appointed means of word, sacraments, and prayer. The point is to maximize the Sabbath and not to see it as a burden or as an imposition on our lives. Consequently, it must be the day that we look forward to the most each week. 
Even so, the Catechism provides exceptions to this rule, except so much as is to be taken up in the works of necessity and mercy. The Lord Jesus, when He performed healings on the Sabbath, taught that it was lawful to do good and to save lives on the Sabbath. If our vocation requires that we go and do good to our neighbors on the Lord's Day, then we should not feel guilty about being absent from the house of the Lord. In such cases, our work is a necessary good that the Lord permits and blesses. As the prophet Micah reminds us, the will of the Lord is for us to do good. He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Micah chapter 6 verse 8. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cobao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.